Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the CollegeToPro.com NFL Draft Black, the audio alternative for fans and NFL personnel to know NFL Draft prospects. Join host Bo Mashanti as he brings the next generation of tomorrow's NFL stars to you today. No more than the name. Welcome back to another edition of the C2C. I am your show host, Bo Shani, and we're joined with a fantastic guest this afternoon. He hails from South Dakota State, began his career at South Florida, some time at Sanford, and a fabulous, fabulous career, tons of accolades. He's also going to be making his way out to Pasadena, California, January 29th, in front of all those NFL scouts at the NFL PA Collegiate Bowl. It's none other than Chris Ola Duncan. Chris, welcome to the program. How's today treating you? It's been good. Thanks for having me on the show, for sure. Uh, you know, just got done, uh, you know, working out and going through our sort of combine prep, you know, a couple hours ago, so uh, it's been, it's been good to be back home in Florida. Nice. Well, where are you working out right now? So I'm working out with uh, House of Athletes Tampa with Yo Murphy. And then uh, my quarterback coach is John Kaleo, someone that I've, uh, you know, he's been my quarterback trainer since I was 10 years old. So, you know, sort of the, you know, we, we used to talk about, you know, training for the draft and stuff when I was in middle school. And then to actually be here in the position now is uh, pretty cool for both of us. Yes, and I'm familiar with those names. Uh, a lot of guys that come on um, definitely get their work done at the place you're training at. And and growing mm-hmm. up in Florida, hotbed of top prospects, you among them. What was it like just being at the top of the pecking order at such a young age in such a, you know, fierce, fierce environment where so many kids are talented? Well, um, you know, grow, growing up here, like you said, you know, there's talent everywhere. So, you know, you're growing up and you see – you know, guys older than me. I just remember going to watch, you know, guys like Steven Garcia. You know, I used to go to his high school games all the time. And uh, just other top prospects when I was, you know, elementary, middle school. And then to actually go through that and uh, be one of those guys, I thought that was always pretty cool. But, uh, you know, also being from this area, you know, I sort of – there's a sort of standard that, you know, you want to live up to, you know, coming from Tampa and being from Florida. So, uh, you know, every time I go out there, you know, I'm always trying to rep my city and uh, rep where I'm from. Well, you've done you've done the city and yourself proud. I mean, fabulous career, tons of accolades, and I I think there's plenty more uh, positive things to come in your football career, Chris. Um, let me uh, quarterback from the get go, or did it take you some time before you fell into that position? Yeah, I played quarterback my entire uh, my entire life. There was only one year in between when I was like uh, nine years old. I played running back for one season, and uh. Running back was cool, but I always wanted to play quarterback. You know, that's where I felt more most comfortable, and especially at a young age. You know, you watch uh, TV, you watch the NFL, you watch college, and, you know, the, the camera's always on the quarterback. Quarterback always has the ball in his hand, so uh, that's what I wanted to be. So ever since then, you know, that's, I've always played quarterback. Now, now you, you've had a great career, and I, I've said it several times already on the podcast. That I mean, we know that you are a big-time player. I'm curious, and then we'll kind of move on to later dates, but at that young age, Chris, I mean, were parents checking birth certificates? I mean, were you that kid scoring four, <laughs> five, six touchdowns every Saturday? 
Uh, no, they weren't necessarily checking uh, birth certificates just because I wasn't that big growing up. I was a little scrawny kid, so they 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 believed my age, but uh, they they definitely uh, were surprised with how skilled you know I was growing up. Not only in football, but I played travel baseball and basketball growing up too. So they're always pretty shocked, especially at an early age, you know how well I could throw the ball and you know just some of the things I could do. And that just all went back to you know being in being in the yard with my dad, you know. We literally go from batting cages straight to uh, playing toss with the football and then straight to basketball practice. And it was sort of an all-day thing. So, uh, you know, a combination of all those things has, you know, put me in this position that I'm in here today. Awesome. Once again, Chris Oladokin, the standout South Dakota State quarterback here on the C2P. If you folks miss any of these shows in their entirety – Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, Blog Talk, anywhere where you listen to your podcast, you can find this show and find out more about this young man as he makes his path towards his 2022 NFL draft. So I ask every guy that's come on this show from the time it began, I mean, we throw you in that film room, you're with these NFL scouts, mm-hmm. what's going to pop off tape? What are they going to love? When I see you, I love your poise in the pocket. I think you throw a very nice deliverable football but I just love how you stand in the pocket play after that you do not look stressed you just look relaxed in that environment but in your words what are those hallmark traits these guys are going to fall in love with oh well uh like you just talked about poise you know I think um you know a lot of what my coaches and teammates would tell you is that you know no matter if we're winning by 40 or you know we're down a couple scores you know I stay pretty even keel you know never get really too invested in the highs or the lows you know especially at the quarterback position I feel like that's really a that's really important. So I always try to stay at a good, happy medium, you know, throughout the game. And then also, you know, uh, when you watch my tape, you know, I think something that really jumps out is my uh, ability to be creative and extend outside the pocket. You know, when the pocket does break down and I do get a little pressure, you know, I think um, I do a really good job of extending the plays. And, you know, that's where those explosive plays come, you know, when you can get outside the pocket and then you're into a scramble drill situation, you know, be able to hit guys downfield or check the ball down and that ends up turning into a big game. So, uh, you know, definitely both of those things are something that, uh, you know, definitely jumps off the tape when, when you watch me. Definitely. I was watching your highlights earlier today, and the one play that came exactly what you said, uh, you know, you're getting blitzed. Uh, you broke out of two would-be tacklers, and then you broke off onto the right side of the field, and, then you know, you took the ball probably 15, 20, I don't know, 25 yards up the field. And I was like, oh, man, look at him go, look at him go, do his thing. <laughs> um, how about this one? Yeah. Uh, what goes I noticed? Um, could have been maybe, and I know you're well versed in different systems from you know your time at different schools. But mm-hmm. and what do these scouts need to know, Chris, that they can't see on tape? Could be team captain, leadership ability, weight remore, your film junkie. Yeah. Uh, maybe certain throws weren't asked of you that you can make. Let us know because they need to know. I definitely. Uh, I think the biggest thing, you know, I think when scouts get in front of me and they, uh, you know, they interview me, I think the one thing they're going to want to know is why I went to three different schools. And, uh, you know, because most of the time you see a guy that goes to three different schools, you know, he had a little trouble, you know, at one of the schools or, you know, may have gotten kicked off the team or suspended at uh, whatever whatever the case may be. But uh, that was never my situation. Um, you know, I think at every single school I've been, even when I wasn't a starter, I was always a leader and a captain on the team. Uh, you know, I go back to my days at USF, even when I wasn't starting there, I was still, I was still a team captain. You know, I was a guy that still, you know, was front of the line, you know, did everything the right way. Stanford, same thing. When I was a starter, uh, obviously when you're the starter, you're sort of thrust into that role. But I've always been a leader, and uh, you know it really showed uh, spoke volumes to when I transferred to South Dakota State this past season. And, you know I got there in June. The st- season starts in uh, 
late August, you know, I would already become that leader for our offense, you know, uh, eventually won the starting job. So, you know, I think that's something that, uh, you know, every team's going to ask me and I'm going to be more than welcome to share, you know, uh, my journey of going to three schools because it is, you know, it is sort of unorthodox for, uh, you know, especially a quarterback to be at three schools. And, uh, you know, a lot of times it can question your, your character or uh, your leadership abilities. But uh, I think uh, that's something I've always held myself to a high standard. You know, I hold myself to a high standard as a leader and as a teammate. And, uh, you know, I'd do anything for my teammates, you know, at any of those three schools. I think I've always been, you know, uh, put the team first and uh, let the, the rest take care of itself. Well said, Chris. Very well said. I'm, I'm glad you touched base on that because you're right. I mean, if anyone does see, you know, why do you leave this school? Why has he been here? And, and, mm-hmm. and but, uh, again, fabulous career. OTG management, uh, sports management, uh, who rep you, I mean, they have great clientele and great kids. Um, I've been working with them a long sure. time, and uh, we never have any knuckleheads, put it that way. They always have great kids, <laughs> yeah, yeah. high-character kids. And uh, like I said, you're just, uh, you know, you're another one under that umbrella of fine young men that uh, they represent, and uh, I'm excited for you. And I'm excited. Uh, when you got the invite uh, to, for the, to the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl, where were you and what was your reaction? Um, I was actually at school, and uh, I had just, uh, I think I had just gotten done with lifts and uh, got the call and found out that I'd been invited to the NFLPA Bowl. And, uh, you know, to be honest, I was – it's something, you know, that I've always expected from myself. You know, I've set a pretty high standard for myself, and I always told myself, you know, that was one of my goals at the beginning of the year, uh, just an individual goal of mine, was to get invited to, you know, one of the three big, you know, bowl games with that being the senior East-West Shine and um, NFLPA. So I was definitely very uh, very blessed, very, very thankful for the opportunity to go out there and, you know, showcase my talents out in L.A. And uh, I think it's going to be a really good opportunity. I was just really – uh. I was I was definitely excited for myself at at the same time we we're going through this season so I wasn't really too focused on it and uh but I'm I'm definitely ready to get out there you know I'm starting on the 23rd and 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 a Cinderella season to the most part I mean you guys came so darn close what was it like one year there with the Jackrabbits and you have that much success and it didn't end the way you wanted to but nonetheless it was a great Cinderella wide something great to watch and I'm sure it had to be great to be a part of it a hundred percent. And, you know, um, yeah, obviously I think we ended up, uh, I want to say we were 12 and four, 12 and five, one of the two. And, uh, at the end of the day, yeah, we, we did, we fell short. Uh, you know, our goal at the beginning of the season was make it to that national champ- championship again, game again. Uh, obviously we didn't get that, get that done, but, uh, what I enjoyed the most about the season was just being with my teammates and getting to know every one of them. And, uh, it, was, it really was a joy because like, like I said earlier, they didn't really have to take me in, you know, a transfer quarterback coming in for, you know, six or seven months to lead the team. They didn't really have to accept me or, you know, treat me like family. But, uh, you know, they really rallied around me. You know, they saw how hard I worked and, uh, you know, saw everything that I did behind the scenes to, you know, put myself in the best position to to lead the team. And I think they really respected that. And, you know, I, I told them uh, after we lost at Montana State, I told them me and our coaches, you know, that uh, this was the most memorable season of football that I've that I've ever played. So I was just very, very blessed to, you know, go to South Dakota State, and, uh, you know, this season really meant a lot for me. Excellent. And, and for you, I mean, playing at, uh, you know, South Florida, ending your career at South Dakota State with Sanford in between there, you're definitely well-versed, Chris, in playing in all mm-hmm. kinds of temperatures and weather conditions. Is that fair enough? Yeah, no, that's definitely fair to say. You know, obviously down here in Tampa, 
doesn't doesn't get really <laughs> cold. I think it's about 75 today, and then I think if I check the the weather up in Brookings, South Dakota, it's probably in the negatives right now. So I've definitely played in <laughs> the hottest weathers and then the most extreme uh, the most extreme cold. So uh, I don't think uh, you know weather's ever been a problem or issue for me. Wonderful. Hey, man, we're almost out of time. It's been a pleasure having you on the show, and I'm sure our guests are thrilled that, that you came on to join us and they get to follow you as you make your draft path as well. But uh, before we let you go, we like to have some fun. We call it three and out, just a few lighthearted off-the-wall questions. Are you ready to take a shot with those? Let's do it. All right. Now, you mentioned back in the day you were on the travel baseball team and basketball team. So uh, we'll go with baseball. What, uh, what Were you a pitcher? I was a pitcher and a shortstop. All right. So what's the go-to pitch? I mean, my go-to pitch, especially at a young age, I mean, I sort of just tried to blow it by people. So I think uh, just a four-seam fastball <laughs> was my go-to. And then as we started to get older and hitters started to get better, I went to – I think my next go-to pitch was a cutter. I, I developed a pretty good cutter uh, back back when I was still pitching and stuff. So those were probably my top two. I wasn't throwing curveballs at that time just because I wasn't trying to – Tear my tear my elbow up just yet. <laughs> Fair enough. And uh, your final team with the Jackrabbits uh, under Coach Dangermeyer. Uh, what thing do you guys do at practice that just uh, might just set him off into another level, but you kind of laugh about it afterwards? Oh, that's a funny question. Um, I'd say it's like the smallest thing. Like he had a real big thing with our knee pads being over our knees and it sort of developed all year into this thing, you know, doing the right thing. And so he would always just randomly just say, uh, let's, uh, let's roll, let's roll our pants down. And when he said that, that meant, you know, make sure, yeah, he was saying, make sure we have our knee pads on our knees, but also make sure we're doing the right things, you know, outside. So uh, if he saw a guy with his, you know, his knee pads a little too high or something like that. He'd, he'd get pretty ticked off about that and just say, roll your pants down. And we all sort of knew what that meant. <laughs> oh, great stuff. And then the final one, uh, that draft weekend will be here, before, the week of the draft. It'll be here before you know it. With that said, who's the best cook in your family, Chris? And what would you like that person to have prepared as you celebrate that special day? Oof, without, without a doubt, my mom, definitely the best cook. Uh, hands down, I'm trying to catch her one day, but you know I, I learned every, all my cooking skills from her, so she's got me beat. Um, I'd probably <laughs> definitely have her cook chicken alfredo, my favorite dish. Uh, yeah. Has to be there, so she's she's gonna have to definitely make some chicken alfredo for sure. Excellent. Well, your mom's also now on the clock for draft weekend. Chris, fabulous career. <laughs> We're gonna see more of you. I'm sure of it. But hey. Stay humble, stay hungry, be blessed, and uh, best of luck to you moving forward, my man. Thank you. I appreciate you guys for having me on. It was a, it was a blast for sure. Thank you. Thank you. Once again, that is Chris Oladokin, the standout quarterback. So much to like about this young man. And uh, they said well-versed in different offenses, the weather, the climate, and uh, poise in the pocket. And he mentioned it as well, his ability to extend plays. And he he's extends those plays – which such just a level of confidence, and that's what I really take most out of uh, watching him play is just the, the way that he carries himself. He carries himself like a leader. He carries himself like a guy that you want to lead others, and uh, I think NFL teams are going to pick up that as well. As always, we appreciate you stopping by and joining us here on the C2P. This has been a C2P exclusive.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.